I like them waves. Those smiles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to jump right in. And we're going we gonna to get the, 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 the toasting and sipping mm-hmm. with wrap and mimosas. I'm excited to be here. Mimosa, these bars in the holster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list, champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 and mimosas. Woo! And we are back. I love that intro. Thank you. I, I wrote it in the car on the way to the studio. <laughs> uh, with the help of Chris. Chris helped me. I was telling him the rhythm I wanted. I came up with the first half. He came up with the second. I love it. Welcome, everyone, to Rap and Mimosas, okay? Today, I am joined by the lovely, beautiful... Lena. Okay. (laughs) All right. And for those who have not met Lena before, don't follow Lena. Lena, why don't you tell people about yourself? Oh, well, my name is Lena. I am newly engaged. (laughs) Woo! Anyways, um, I work in healthcare. I have work, been working in healthcare for about uh, 14 and a half years. I am a fitness enthusiast. Uh, I gave up meat. I'm like very interested in foods and trying new things. So I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to have you back. <laughs> okay, so little known fact, well, for some people, Lena was my very, very, very first guest. I had not done this yes. yet. And I was like, hey, would you come on the podcast? She's like, sure. I would love to come on the podcast. Welcome. Right? So I'm so happy to have her back um, because she is really good at like everything. So she can oh. rap. Okay, she got bars upon bars upon bars. She ain't scarred. <laughs> all right? Period. <laughs> she can rap. She can act. Okay. Uh, she is a twerk enthusiast. Okay. That, yeah, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, she could teach a class. All right. And on top of that, like, she's one of those people that's like super intelligent on like a variety of topics and they can all be very random. Okay. <laughs> they <can> be random. <laughs> very random. But Lena be knowing. Lena mm-hmm. be knowing. So today we're talking about sexual energy. <clears throat> And I'm specifying that because it's not just to talk about sex in the scheme of just sex, right? Today, we're talking about, honestly, sexual energy and what can sexual energy do, right? Um, Because sexual energy is super powerful. um, And sex with yourself, okay, also works, all right? Oh, thank you, Dre. He said, it's always great watching y'all work together. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So just keep that in mind, y'all. We talking about sex and that's with yourself, okay? Because, you know, some people, everybody ain't engaged like Miss Lena, okay? (laughs) Uh, uh, So I'll be, I'll be, (laughs) zzz, 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 uh, Lena, why don't you, uh, I have a question. I'll say it this mm-hmm. way. When you think of sexual energy, what do you think of? What does it make you think of? So when I think of sexual energy, I think of this mass of, uh, this, this big ball of mass of unlimited possibilities right Mm. because you literally with sex you can draw things to you Mm. and i think a lot of the times people don't realize that um when we're just having casual sex um sometimes which which is great um sometimes when you're trying when you're trying to manifest things you can draw good things to you Mm. and you can also draw really negative dark things to you so for me it's more so like even sex with yourself which i of course that's still a a a thing like you know i do have a partner and it's still it's still something that i do you know it's still a part of things that i i do for myself as well and i'm sure he would say the same (laughs) i'm sure he would say the same but as far as like uh even like but the biggest thing is manifesting. You can use sex with yourself for manifesting. Like your mm-hmm. orgasms literally can manifest. That's why you have to be very aware of what you're thinking of in that moment um, when you are having sex with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that even ties into... You ever hear people now, 
like I was a porn addict. Like I used, I'm not an addict, but I like watching porn, mm -hmm. right? And I think um, what started leading me to kind of like question how much I watch porn was because I realized that I was thinking of someone else versus myself mm. and I would orgasm and it would be empty. But when I realized I started putting like things that I wanted, things that I wanted to do in my mind when I'm getting ready to orgasm, that your orgasm is such a grand energy that you literally can bring positive things to yourself or things mm -hmm. that you have on your checkoff list to yourself. So that's how I see sexual energy. What about you? Um, so sexual energy, when I think of sexual energy, I think of fun. I, <laughs> I think of um, almost like the sun, right? You know yes, I can picture that. Like the like sexual energy and not just the act of sex, but the energy that you're creating with yourself or with another person. It's like mm -hmm. the sun is like vibrant and bright. Um, you know, it's hot. Ooh bring a little heat might make you sweat um and then on top of that at the same time though like it's, it can be a welcoming experience mm -hmm. you know like because it could be a sunset a sunrise you know depending on all of these different aspects so for me i think of that and you know it wasn't until either no it was last year that i really started to practice with the art of sexual energy excuse me Oh, Lord, the champagne done got me. Okay, it wasn't until last year that I really started to think of the sexual energy in a sense of manifestation. Yeah. Um, because for a while, and I think last year was like a pivotal year in like my mental health as well as like really like pushing forward. But for a while, like when it came to sex or sexual energy, um, there was a block for me. Like I would check out even with myself. Um, and it's this idea of like staying, you want to be present in the moment, but I would be like gone sometimes yeah. in La La Land. I would leave, like kind of leave my body mentally. Um, so I became like super focused on being able to be in the moment, enjoy the moment and, you know, like relishing exactly what was happening, the feelings, the experiences, everything. So... <clears throat> It's that, it's that champagne. <laughs> like, Lord, y'all excuse me. If you're listening or watching posts, it's, it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, but um, one of the things I really got into was this idea of um, romancing myself more. Yes. Um, to bring myself into the present. So that would be, you know, everything from the music I play to, you know, um, what I would say to myself beforehand, lighting some smells. Like I try to keep my house smelling good on a regular it's, basis. It smells good in here, y'all. Thank you. you know, <laughs> I, I work really hard, okay? Um, and, you know, I always have incense burning in here. And I'm intentional even with the scents I get. So certain scents I get represent like abundance and money. Certain scents I get represents the relaxation. And I do that. And even when I shower, I shower by candlelight. <clears throat> um, and, you know, sometimes you get in bed. You know, you got to kind of put your mind in certain places. I was never really that big into porn. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I could see it you know every blue moon and it's like okay it's, it's there it's a little um, exciting here and there you yeah know? just a little little razzle dazzle a little sprinkle mm -hmm. um but it was never that big for me so i was always more of an imagination person you know and but now i actually have created like this other world of where i'm gonna be in a couple of years like i know what my land looks like i'm always in my she shed okay mm -hmm. and i always there's water somewhere close it's either a lake or it's a um it's not a lake. It might be the beach or maybe I'll have a little bit of both. Maybe it's the lake and a pond. I don't know. Either way I go, I picture all of these different aspects um, when I meditate. And for me, I think that's the other thing that when you're creating sexual energy, it's an act of meditation. It is. It it's definitely a, is. Because you should be prayerfully, hopefully, right, having... It's, and I'm speaking from the by yourself method because that's what I've been using for the last... By yourself, yes, I had the by myself method. Okay, I've been using that for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so a lot of times I have to go into a nice mental zone while I have everything around me. I like my house to be clean, you know, all of that stuff matters. A lot of times, you, you know, you can't you can't manifest in filth, you know, you can't, and True. filth could be like what you can you amplify consume. the filth, filth as well. 
I can't do nothing in the dirt and in, in dirtiness. I don't be understanding people be, be having sex in dirt. I can't do it. I can't. Um, I really can't. Like the Jason's lyric. Um, see, <laughs> I, I can't do it in the dirt. I'm paranoid too. You know, vaginas can be sensitive. Next thing you know, you got a UTI or BV or yeast infection because he doesn't touch you with his dirty fingers. I just, I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm okay. You know, we can we could be a little romantic. Um, and something else with the dirt over there but yeah you gotta set the mood that, you, know, that's you it. know what you know what's so crazy is when in my like mid mid 20s mid to late 20s i started because i i don't remember very much of my sex life prior to that mm-hmm. and it had a lot to do with me shutting down during sex like i never enjoyed sex like as a as a leisure something that i mm-hmm. oh my gosh i wanted like it was never like that for me like on a not it was very rarely that mm-hmm. it would kind of feel good but i didn't know my body i didn't know mm. you know and to be that young i wasn't taught i wasn't you know those things and it was one day someone asked me like do you touch yourself and i was like touch myself mm. like you know and i was like yeah i mean i do the zzzzz you know but <laughs> but i was just like touch myself like why would i like touch myself and it was like like you have to be sensual with yourself you got to mm-hmm. take care of yourself like in a sense of how you want a man to take care of you and mm-hmm. i was like and that's when it clicked for me and i was like you know what i started dancing in the mirror mm. and naked and doing things like that and those things are so powerful and you um and then i when i started doing that i realized that i didn't want to share my body with just anybody Mm. and especially even if it was casual sex it wasn't for me in my mind i was like i don't want to just have casual sex with somebody that's a that's an idiot like i don't want that to rub off on me you know or somebody that's um that's like so troubled and i don't want that to rub off on me Mm -hmm. so long as i even if there was no relationship or anything in that thing in that realm for me, I was like, okay, I would, I would do it with this, with this person, particular person, because they are emotionally stable. Mm-hmm. They are not battling, you know, it'd be like battling Ooh, demons. Yes. I hate, I hate that type. Y'all gotta get y'all shit together. If y'all think that y'all finna be battling demons and just want to <laughs> sleep with women, go, boy, go take care of yourself. But that's something important too, because mm-hmm. I've had, and this is before I started to really focus on my sexual energy. I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a partner and when we would you know finish our intimacy I would feel burdened I would feel heavy yeah. I would feel um, just really messed up for days days I would feel like that and I'd have to go through all of the sage in the world mm-hmm. okay and all of the meditation in the world and I would feel so low um, and I couldn't understand why until I really like upon like we were having conversations and I was like, he has a weird energy towards women in general, in the sense of like, oh, women are players too and women break hearts and da da da. Like yeah. that was a lot of his philosophy when we would have certain conversations and I realized he had a lot of hurt within him that he was not ready to fully, you know, deal with or had dealt with at that time. So even though he wasn't a horrible person, his energy was just bad. And um and it rubbed off on you. You would it, feel it. It woof. was like a transfer of energy because yeah. he would leave and he was jovial he was light-hearted he'd be cracking jokes and stuff and i'm just like yeah and he transferred that all to yeah you. like it's like a dumping ground i think sometimes as as women i don't think we always realize that we are a, like in a sense a healing center mm-hmm. and um and this belief may not work with everyone but just the the act alone of like when we're in our abundance and our happiness you know how they say when you know if, you, if we go stereotypically the old sayings of how women make a home home and yeah. women do this and that's like it's because naturally our we're nurturing that includes our vaginas our vaginas are these nurturing you know places where a man can come and come you know a double entendre okay but a man can come and like be able to rest and be in a sense in another vulnerable state right he's vulnerable when he sleeps but he's also vulnerable in the state of orgasm and the, the state of intimacy right and you're being vulnerable with me and one of the most intimate acts that we can do together and because of the fact that we're a healing center, we have to, one, keep our vibrations high for ourselves first, but also be 
really careful on who we're sharing our energy with yeah. because sometimes when I think back to me in like an earlier relationship, my vibration, you know, his vibration was low, our vibration was low together. So therefore it wasn't the highest, you know, of sexual energy that we could have. Yeah. However, when you are both operating at a high frequency, right? Um, I think what's so beautiful is in the act of exchanging energy together, yes. you leave and it's like leave relieved, you leave yeah. feeling happy you leave feeling clear um and now that i'm older it's men that i know who fine fine as hell oh lord jesus they fine okay but the issue i've encountered with a lot of men is like poor mental health practices right which sucks yeah. it really sucks because unfortunately no one can help your mental health but you very true and like they'll be fine and they could have all these other great qualities but i know that you're battling depression i see it and when we have certain intimate conversations i'm not going to beat you up for being in a bad mental space but you're not seeking help or you have not yet found someone that was you know the best person so then it's like i know that no matter how fine i am not <laughs> Well, you fine too, girl. Thank you. <laughs> but no, no matter how fine he is, right, with the space that you're in, I can never get past a certain level of intimacy with you because it will be disrespectful to myself. Yes. To, to to lay with you in that manner, you know. And y'all could chime in in the chat, those who are here, you know. Have y'all ever um, had intimacy of, like, whether it's full-out sex or anything like that and someone's vibration that was negative rubbed off on you? Like, feel free to chime Maybe in. you feel heavy. And and also, um, a lot of the time we we discuss now, I guess a lot of I think the wool has been pulled off of a lot of people's eyes and but a lot of times we don't discuss healing from that. Like when you when you're a person that has always been like a constant dumping ground for mm -hmm. men who laid their burdens down on you and then you're carrying that on your spirit on your shoulders in your life mm -hmm. um how to come out of that what do you think are tools to actually come out of that from to be able to heal to have like a, a great sexual energy sexual or around yourself um isolation i think the first thing because for me um i remember i dated one guy that i dated um off and on for the time i was like 21 to like 25 um he told me he was just like i think you have an issue with being alone and in my mind i was like no i don't and you know i would go back and forth he says no i'm serious like i don't think that you can be or that you want to be alone or that you yeah. stick to being alone for long even in the times that we weren't together i might end up talking to somebody um so you know, I thought about it and I realized I did have issues with being alone. Um, and with that, not spending enough time with myself, how can I know what type of partner is going to work best for me if I'm not spending time with myself? So it wasn't until after I left teaching and I ended up moving into a studio that I lived by myself. I would go to bed by myself, right, on a consistent basis. And, you know, I didn't date for almost a year and... You know, I saw I was able to learn more about me and I realized a lot of the things that I needed to work on to make myself a better person for me. I was like, damn, you know, I don't ask the right line of questions when dating um, for myself to feel comfortable as a person, as a woman. Um, and here I am being intimate with someone who I don't fully know in the manner that would be best beneficial for me as a person and what works for me so i would say the first thing is always going to be isolation because clearly you've been picking men from a, a certain place and a lot of times we're like when you haven't spent time by yourself you and god forbid you have everyone has some type of childhood trauma right and if you're not working on it or being you know actively seeking to understand it and nurture that part of yourself yeah. a lot of times we're picking partners from a trauma-based space Right. So if I'm still sitting in my trauma, I'm one of those people that struggle to be alone by myself. Right. For myself. And then here it is, you know, a guy sees me, he thinks I'm attractive. And a lot of times, even if the man wasn't necessarily right for me, mm -hmm. if we spent enough time together, I'd be like, OK, now nah, he like we, we can make it work. Right. Yeah. And then I drained myself. I was draining, draining myself energetically. I was draining myself sexually. I was draining myself financially. Right. Right. So it was just a lot of different things going on. Um, 
and it wasn't until I, I spent some time in isolation to reflect, um, really had a great team of mental health experts around me that I really have gotten better, I'll say, with um, looking at you know, potential partners um, energetically for me in a romantic and in a, a sexual manner. Yeah. <laughs> Joy yeah. laughing. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Probably when I said broke ass. <laughs> what about you? Um, I would I would agree with the isolation. I had been um prior to my fiance now, I was single for three years, but before that I was always in a relationship. So um I was always I was not used to being alone at all. Mm-hmm. So what happened was I I was in a relationship. He convinced me because I had an apartment and my sister, one of my sisters was living with me too. And so I decided that I was going to get a one bedroom apartment. Uh And then that was my first time in my life living like completely alone, Mm. you know? So during that moment, I mean, during that time in my life, I I made a whole bunch of mistakes and I kind of... Was just kind of navigating without any direction. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of like trying to figure things out. And what happened to me was um, during that time, uh, I had told myself, I said, you know what? Um, The the guy who I was with at that time, by this time, six years had passed. And we were together. (laughs) We were together for six years at this point, on and off. And then I was just like, yo, at this point, I'm... I met this person, I was 23 at this time. I'm like, what, 30? And I was like, you know what? I I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I wasted too much of my valuable time. And I didn't realize how valuable my time was. But during that last year of our relationship, the last two years, I literally was going on walks by myself. Mm-hmm. I was grounding. And this was before I even <clears throat> knew what grounding mm-hmm. was. I would literally walk to the park. They had, like, I lived in downtown Hollywood. So I would walk to the to the Circle Park, and they would have, like, food trucks explosion. I would take my shoes off and walk in the park with no shoes on. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know, and you know, in the grassy areas, I didn't know what that was, but my spirit led me yep. to that. And then shortly after that, I started doing yoga, stuff like that. And I started dancing in the mirror. I started, like, it was just like this whole, like, aha moment mm-hmm. for me. Because I'm like, yo, I, like, I finally opened up my eyes. I felt like I was asleep. Like, that whole relationship. I was just trying to, you know, get somebody to love me. Like, love me. Like, you know, be be good to me. I'm good to you. Like, why yeah. you can't be good to me? But, and for a while, I I had so much resentment towards that relationship because I felt like I wasted so much of my time. Mm-hmm. So when I finally came to I had to take responsibility for myself because mm-hmm. I did allow a lot of things to happen to transpire in that relationship, but also that relationship is the reason why I had a low tolerance when it came to that's why I didn't get into another relationship. Of course, I was dating guys that were like, "You know, I want to be in a relationship with you." And I was like, your real like my real my idea of what i want in a partner you do not have mm-hmm. and i had to be honest like that and that came from a healing place mm-hmm. right so i'm quite sure he hurt some egos though oh yeah Ooh, I, I think i told you the story yeah, but yeah. About that one. so um that for me i knew what i wanted already um, because I had healed myself. I was like taking Epsom salt baths. I was soaking. I was speaking to my um, spiritual advisor. advisor. I was like doing all these things that were necessary. And then, of course, once you fully heal that area of your life and even your womb space. Yeah. Um, your womb space carries some of the most powerful energy you can ever imagine. So even me healing that literally brought me to a point of, okay... It's. I knew when I met when I met my man that I didn't like. I thought I was gonna play around and have fun, but it it like one day it sat with me and I was like, oh my gosh, like I see a future with this person. Like mm. I literally see myself being a mother. Uh, I didn't picture that with nobody with, with in the past. <laughs> nobody in the past. Like I literally picture myself. I'm doing shit that I I wouldn't do before like i'm coming home cooking dinners like who who the fuck are you (laughs) but this is and this was 
And this was not something he requested of me. It's something you wanted to do. This is something that I feel I take pride in. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to come home and cook. But that came from a place of me healing my womb, me healing my sexual, um, the sexual part of myself. Because I think that that was broken because I'm also a sexual assault survivor. Mm -hmm. So, that part is extremely important with healing yourself, your womb space, um... And even I can tell I was healed when people were saying like you got like this sexual energy about you. I'm like, what are you talking about? But I guess that was me in my natural form. Like yeah. that's just I am naturally a sexual person, and once I was healed, you were able to see it like clearly. You know it's crazy. Um, I'm so goofy. Mm-hmm. In case y'all didn't know, and you know the funny thing is. As of lately, especially because I, I like, well, it before you know, people would tell me, you know, that I carry like a natural sexual energy. I'm mm-hmm. just like, me, rough old me, right? <laughs> and then, but recently, especially like going through like my therapy, I have no choice but to spend ample time alone because mm-hmm. I live, you know, I, I live with a dog and a a, so a nine millimeter and a and another dog. But yeah, so it it's just like it's one of those things where um your energy does change and amplify. And that dancing in the mirror thing, I started taking pole dancing classes. Um that's been something that You've been doing a good job. Thank girl, you. You're doing a good job. You doing a good job, hey. girl. You doing a good job. But I've been, I've been take, I took pole dancing classes, and that got me really in my body and started to recenter me more in my mm-hmm. feminine. Granted, it hurts, um, but it really was like good because once I felt felt like I mastered something, I felt like damn, I feel sexy doing this. You know, I look, I feel like I look good. I work out consistently because my, my in my mind, I want to be a milf and a gilf. I want to go from a mother to a grandmother that you would like. You know what I'm saying? Like my mm-hmm. mind said this to be healthy to be sexy for the rest of my life and then i just enjoy the hell out of me like i make myself laugh all day i'm hilarious like sometimes i'm driving in the car and i tell myself a joke in, in my head <laughs> <laughs> and i'll start laughing i'm like damn yo uh yesterday i was talking to my um i have a male mentor which is another thing i would say is really good um for women especially like my relationship with my father not the best and even like not just from childhood but from adulthood you know there's been certain things that have transpired so i sought out things that I felt I needed. Like my spirit said, you need to be around positive male influence because you've seen a lot of negative male influence. So I am very strategic, even in my friendships with men. Um, There are some men I just cannot entertain in friendship because I've already experienced toxic. I don't even need a toxic male friend. Mm -hmm. But um, I was talking to my male mentor and I said a joke yesterday. And then as, mind you, he's just listening to me. And I said something, I think it was another like double entendre moment. And then I was like, ah, I said, I'm so funny. I'm talking to myself. But I was like, I was like, man, why did I say that? Who raised me, yo? And then my mentor's just like, "Mm." (laughs) I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm having a grand time. You're in this conversation too, my bad. Um, so that would definitely be it. So, okay. So you went from, you know, starting with, you know, toxic partners, X, Y, and Z. You start to ground yourself and be in nature, walk barefoot in the grass, like a a nice true hippie. Mm -hmm. Um, gardening is also great. Anything that really gets you in touch with the earth. Like sometimes just touching dirt and grass, that thing, it feel good. It's like, it just energizes the soil, Mm -hmm. energizes you. Um, and then now you are in this relationship with Andre. Okay, with Dre. Um, and you are recently engaged. Show them the ring. Show the ring. Show the ring. You got to show the people the ring. I sound like Martin off that episode. Show the he was telling Gina to keep show the ring. <laughs> I got your back. I got your back. Show, show the ring. Show the ring. Show the people the ring. Okay. But um, so now you're in this new place, this healthy place. And I just, how do you feel your sexual energy from... Do you feel like your sexual energy manifested where you are currently? It did. Oh. It definitely did. My um to join. No, no one. Okay, carry on. My uh sexual energy did play a part in manifesting um my my partner. So what was what's 
what's interesting is like i thought that we were gonna be like a little you know a little fling fling a fingle flingling you know i thought yeah i thought because you know if you ever if you got to go back to season one and watch the episode first episode yeah and you would understand how my relationship kind of started with with my partner um, but other than that, like, I thought it was going to be like a little fun thing. We were going to, you know, enjoy ourselves. And then it came to the point where one day he asked me to be his girlfriend. And what hit me in that moment was no man has ever asked to be in a relationship with me. Mm, 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 mm. It was just always like some caveman shit. Like, oh, we, that's my old lady, you know? And I was like, I guess I am my old lady, you know? I didn't realize how important giving someone permission mm-hmm. versus, you know, just saying, well, this person claimed me, so I'm just going to go along with it. And I think a lot of the times as women, we do that. Yeah. When it comes to our, not even a part, like once you're in a relationship, sometimes you, well, not even sometimes you allow your man to lead. However, when you are not in a relationship and you were just seeing someone and y'all just dating and they don't even ask you, they just like because y'all done slept together a few times like that's my old lady i would allow men to do that to me and that's how i ended up in those long-term relationships prior to i was never asked permission so for and then we ended up in this um when he asked me to be his his girlfriend and that was like another aha moment for me but then I realized that he was he wanted to build a life with me. He was putting all mm. these things into play to create a life with me because we do have an age gap, but he he kind of dismissed that whole part of it and just decided like, okay, this is the woman I want to create a family with. So these are the things that we're going to do. We're going to do this. You're going to move in with me. We're going to, you know, get an apartment. We're going to buy a place. We're going to and then so it just all came together like that. And for a relationship, this is my first time a relationship has ever blossomed in a way that it has. Because he was very intentional. Very, very intentional. And it's very important to, you don't have to be pushy. And that's where your sexual energy comes into play. And that's how powerful it is. You do not have to be pushy to get something that you want from a man. You just stand in your feminine and basically, a, a man, a real man is going to step up to the plate every time, time and time again. He's going to, hey, uh, when, you, when you're in that feminine energy, um, he's going to do what he needs to do to create this life with you. Because mm-hmm. so, he wants mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And that's the main key, ladies. Yeah. You got to want to. You okay. can't force nobody to do, men, you cannot force them to do anything that they do not want to do. But that also goes for for women to men mm-hmm. too, right? Because you know, as a woman, I can't force a man to do anything, and um, men can't be forceful either. And trying to, if 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 the woman does not, you know, naturally seem very feminine to you, she may not be or the submissive woman. to you. That she means she doesn't want to submit for you and that, submit to you. And it, it and 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 maybe you know, first look at yourself, make sure you know, make sure you, you you're the type of person who should have that. Um, cause I, I'm recently, I have like affirmations in my closet mm-hmm. and, you know, I have this one that I say I am worthy of and I list all these traits I want in a partner. But recently I took out what I'm worthy of and I said, I am right. Okay. So if I say I am worthy of someone who is loyal, um, family oriented, you know, ambitious, loyal, um, communicates even when angry x y and z financially abundant then i said i am Um, yes instead right and why because i wanted to make sure i'm measuring up to what i say i want at all times so if something if i said it out loud and something in my gut didn't feel 100 percent right in that then i was like okay that's a note to myself of something i need to strive to work harder to do and to be mm-hmm. for myself so that whatever I am requiring um, or say that I'm requiring, I, I am able to keep. Now, the other thing about sexual energy that I said is that it's fun. It's fun. Sex energy is fun. And cultivating this sexual energy is fun. So what's your fun sexual energy? Like, well, give, give, give one little tip technique. Oh, yeah. How to like, put like, you on the spot. You I guess, how you make it fun? 
I like to add, you know. <laughs> um, I like to add, you know, certain elements to the situation, mm -hmm. you know, it makes it fun. And you know, that's just my that's my something that I enjoy. You you understand? Like so that's something That was a very pageant answer. Yeah, it was. So, I like to add to it, to the situation, to amplify it because all parties involved makes it like super magical if, if everybody there wants to be there, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. So, that's one, of, I, I no mean to put y'all in my burner, but, but that is a, that's, that, I would say that. And then also, um, we have like lights, like lighting. Oh, come on. Yeah, like so lighting, music, slow dancing before, you know, those little romantic little things that we kind of add to it that adds mm -hmm. that amplifies it. So I would say stuff like that. Like I like I like romance and it's so crazy because I've always I I didn't realize how long I was sitting in my masculine Oof. that I didn't and, realized how much I truly enjoy being romance mm -hmm. like that it's I, I see why girls like it girl I was romancing <laughs> them <laughs> what I was romancing them I remember there was a guy that I dated I won't age it just in case anyone on here knows might know who I'm talking about mm -hmm. from that time period but there was a guy I was dating and uh, I was young and in the, the course of this, I would do, like, date nights for us, right? Even young, mad young. I would do these date nights, and I would make a, every date night a new theme, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, it, it could change. One one theme I remember was massage night. Aww. And I set up his um, the bedroom to look like a massage parlor. Or whatever, right? And I did like that. Is so adorable. I would. I wish I had like that kind of romanciness. Listen, I but every every like every week or every two weeks, I would do a different theme. It'd be a surprise, mm -hmm. whatever it was. But in my mind, I was thinking, oh, okay, reciprocal romance is great. It is great, but this is the problem. See, this is reciprocity. So in this case. Right after a while, I was just like, you know, I enjoyed doing it. But I was like, damn, like, I ain't never going to get no surprise. And, of course, I was mad young. So, part of it is dating someone who, you know, y'all love yeah. languages or something. And he's going to want to put in that effort. And when we talked about it, he said, oh, well, that's not me. And I was just like, well, I'm not asking. I'm not saying you have to do exactly what I do. But it would be nice if you would we try to plan something. something. Yeah. It felt like I was pulling the teeth out on romance this man by 50 times. You're giving me ideas. Because I'm not a romancy type of girl. Listen. Like, my, my man is very romantic. I need to i gotta step my game up obviously <laughs> but i i would like to do something that is very i that's not something that ever comes to my mind first yeah pick a theme you know mm -hmm. pick a theme and once again because we're talking about sexual energy mm -hmm. everything that you do before the act from the way y'all talk to each other from you know even the way you talk to yourself Throughout mm -hmm. the day is about mm -hmm. is a part of building that intimacy, and then on top of that, like I said, I would create like a whole aura and theme. And you know, I didn't have a lot of funds, but if I could get some little extra things to put in the room and then make it really look like that theme, mm -hmm. you know, or if there was a certain food or different things like that, I would want it to look like that. But you know, I have like all this romantic stuff inside of me. I'm going to call you for some tips. I Listen, need like to... Yeah, I have all this romantic stuff inside of me. But the issue a lot of times is I have dated men who did not um, ever give me the same energy back. Yeah. So that's why I said I was romancing them. Like I would go above and beyond to really like set it. And it's because I like to do it. So it wasn't that I was looking for it back. Mm -hmm. but, it, but after a while, you know, after a while, your spirit's going to want to, if you're pouring, pouring, pouring. And I also had to learn that I was pouring from a toxic place anyway, because I was giving right with this anticipation that they would learn, you know, that I, w that I was leading by example yeah. and that they would realize, oh, I should do it back. And at that time, we don't realize people are who people are. Like you can't, I don't, I don't try to change nobody no more. Yeah. Like, so I look at who you are. And I'm like, do I like this shit or not? Nah. Like, if I tell them that I don't like it and God forbid it doesn't change, is it a hard limit or not? Nah? Because if it is, I got to go. 
If it's not, then I, I can stay and learn to work with it or as long as they're making an effort to be mindful of it. But I was, girl, I was out here romancing. I was damn near sugar mom. Damn. I was damn near sugar mom. Oh, yeah. Oh. But you know what? I'm glad you came out of that. She, but that's, she said, I can't relate. <laughs> that's, damn. That's crazy. You know what? Like, I did. I, I could relate because in my, my late teens, early 20s, I was a, I was a sugar mama. That I was I was paying bad. the rent by myself. Ah, oh, damn. And the car was mine. Oh. You know? No. See, so I ain't I never lived that. with a band. Yeah. I never lived with a I never combined households. I just um I like my space, even though I like to be with you. Mm-hmm. And I just always I'm I'm so particular about how I like things. I was just don't you don't live here. <laughs> don't live here like i don't want you here you go you leave your toothbrush in a funny position and it's you know just like you gotta go you gotta go you gotta, gotta get you know what i'm saying you want to wear your slides outside and inside what you gotta we, pick a side you gotta have house shoes because i don't do shoes in the house it's it, it it'd be a lot so no um it's something i gotta i gotta work on okay let's play a game all right so okay. i'm gonna say a word okay. it's gonna be associated with sexual energy okay you gonna end up making up a story or it could be real life it could be okay. made up or real life whatever you prefer okay that deals with the words that you say in the stories word association okay okay so the first word is sex sex um so a girl was coming from the corner wait, store. wait wait you gotta oh, say go what, what okay Sorry, word association go it's gonna be multiple words so okay. i'm gonna say one word you're gonna tell me what's the first thing you think of Say okay. the second word you're going to say what you think of. Okay. Sex. Uh, coochie. <laughs> okay, two words. Coochie. Okay, all right. Coochie. Okay, coochie. Uh, coochie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, foreplay. Licking. Okay. All right. All right. So, coochie and licking. All right. Um, bed. Lights. Lights, lights around the bed. Oh, okay. All right, so we got coochie looking lights, and I thought I almost threw some Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, my sense of humor is dark. Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Um, okay, and Andre, man. Okay, so we have coochie <laughs> licking. Lights, man. man. Now you gotta make up a story with those four words. So, so there was a girl. She really, you know, um, met a. She met a man, and she asked him if he liked coochie looking, because that was something that she really enjoyed, you know. She really enjoyed having her coochie licked and, you know, and she liked it with the lights on. Okay. And um, she liked it with a manly man. All right. Okay. <laughs> you told the story. Coochie licking lights. Lights. Man, man. you did. Okay, you okay, did. okay. You got them all. You got them all. Yay. If I had an audience here, they would clap. Okay. Now, the last thing I want to ask you before mm-hmm. we get to our wrap, Okay. All right, is that we have a lot of women who are now like very popular for like owning their sexual energy, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times, sexual energy and femininity go hand in hand, yeah. right? Sexual energy honestly goes with all everything. But so Rihanna is someone who is really renowned for owning her femininity and her sexuality and her sexual energy and how she like walks, talks, what, what she wears. Lori Harvey. Right is also another woman who um, definitely is in her hypergamous bag, her feminine bag, right, and has mm-hmm. this aura. Um, who else do we have? What's the um, the girl? Uh, pretty girl. Uh, Jordan. Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods. Okay. Okay. Is another woman um, who had that scandal or whatever, but also has bounce back from that has a man but is known for being very beautiful like very like bodied and mm-hmm. everything like that why do you think that these women i mean if we go back in time to janet jackson or um madonna right why are women so notorious when they own their sexual energy 
I think it's more so, I'm not going to say it's unheard of. I just think when you own your sex, sexual energy, it brings a lot of attention to you. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's people, whether they know it or not, like, especially like when we were talking about it, like people start drawing themselves to you. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I think it's that. And I think a lot of the times because of the, of the dynamics that we live in a patriarchal system that basically um, it gets frowned upon because, of course, men don't want to share their women or know that other men have seen their women. And, you know, those things play a huge part in uh, why, one, us women, we we think they, not even think, we feel as if these women are uh, doing the damn thing, which mm-hmm. they are. Um you know, they are defying, not even defying odds. Like, they are literally going against the the grain of what it means to find and get a man, mm-hmm. you know? Um, they think that you have to be docile. You, you, you can't be seen in public with different men. And, mm-hmm. and these women have. And basically, they all have men, right? Mm-hmm. So, for me, I just think that's the reason why a lot of people, um, that's why they are, you know, and plus they are beautiful women, mm-hmm. you know. They are the women that a lot of men want to be with. So, when when people see that, they're like, oh, th- this this is a woman I want to be with. This is, you know, because of her beauty, her looks, her, her place in society mm-hmm. makes a, uh, you know, plays a part as well. So, I just, I, I feel like that's the reason why, like, like the spotlight is on them in the sense of them owning their who they are as women like basically um how do i put this you know when they be like when women don't settle mm-hmm. and they they go after what they want like they have like men that are making all this money they have like you know what do they call that what what, what do kevin say what kevin Cummins be saying a high high value, high value. High value <laughs> they got woman. high. They got high value men because they are they are technically high value women in mm-hmm. society. They hold a very high level in society, mm-hmm. um, like the Beyonces of the world. But Beyonce, of course, is married. So yeah, she. How, what do you feel about that? Ah, uh, haters be hating. I you think that hate. a lot of times, um, people who find issue with. Lori Harvey and the other people who honestly be minding their own pussy business. Um, I think a lot of times it comes from insecurity as well as jealousy. I think, and that goes from men as well. Like I do think mm-hmm. that there are some men out there who are jealous of women. Oh yeah, I absolutely. Think I like the idea that who do you think you are? You know that I I do this, this, and that, but you get to do this, this and that, as if women don't have their own trials and tribulations. Like mm-hmm. someone got to carry the baby. Like that's no easy task, right? But you know, er- everyone has their role to play in society. Um, quote unquote, right? And I think that sometimes um, there are some men who are mad at the idea of it. And I think there are some men who genuinely get jealous of women. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think that there are some who the women make them feel insecure because they are women that they know they cannot have. So when you can't have something, you belittle it, you know, right? Oh, it's not that big a deal. What is the equivalent of being like, oh, she's not even that bad. Oh, she a hoe anyway. Mm-hmm. And this is that. It always goes back to something of that nature. So I think a lot of times um, it brings out both of those. And then, of course, you have women who are going to hate because they don't feel like they can get or live the same type of life or that they have the type of body. But I think that um, insecurity and jealousy flares up um, in individuals who lack a lot of healing. That's why they feel so compelled to be on their, you know, Instagram saying hurtful or trying to hurt their feelings. It's a, an act of trying to humble someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and humble. And that's something I do not get trying to humble someone to make you feel secure about yourself or even to make someone feel insecure about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's cause you know, classic misery loves company. Y'all hit all the points. A Beowulf agrees. We, thank you, Bela. Um I I believe he's my frat brother. Put in the chat if he's my frat. <laughs> Just to make sure I'm thinking about the right person. Um, but yeah, like a lot of times that's where it comes from. All right. Y'all know what time it is? 
It's time for rap, 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 rap. Oh my gosh. It's time for bars. Part of the segment that makes me very nervous. I don't know why she's nervous. She's going to come and body it as she always does. I appreciate your confidence in me. Listen, you got bars. She's a rapper. No. no. <laughs> no, no. Look, it's just it's like ghost sister. Oh, I'm, I'm a rusty. Uh, not, you're not rusty. We're going to see if I can if I can stay on track Lord this Jesus, time. I can't pour for anything, right? Ooh. It's all right. It's just going to flood. I almost sang a gospel song. I'm really trying to. I was like, open the floor. I know. I know. You've been singing like another gospel song ever since I got here. I'm trying to remember what gospel song. The Lord is in my spirit at all times. Mm -hmm. All right. Are we ready? You got bars ready or no? Are we improving? Oh, we um, okay. Let's see. Oh Lord, (laughs) we gonna see. I'm so nervous. Here go the beat. Oh, hold on, y'all. Sorry, y'all. It's gonna give, sis. If you ask me 2019, will I be married in three years? I would tell you, I don't know, but can he get me in my feelings? Raising feelings. Can he help my shit together from my dealings? Yeah. If you looking for yourself, better look at yourself. Drink your water, eat your sea moss, black sea oil, and mind your business. Grow your business. Cause we over here breaking glass ceilings. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Rap and mimosas. Rap and mimosas. Hey. Rap and mimosas. Oh, that was good. That was good. Oh, man. Okay, I'll try. Okay, come on. You're better at this than me. Oh, man. I've been drinking. Oh, man. This thing is creeping up. My kidneys in my bloodstream. Oh my gosh, champagne made me sing. Yay. I've been sitting here, I'm rapping, and I think I'm really capping. Cause I wanna sing some gospel, cause you know it's in my nostrils. God told me no, so I'm saying okay, yeah. And I'm sitting on the couch doing everything I want. And it's really great to be in my family in the G. And you know we keep it going, and you know we keep it flowing. Champagne in my glass. Orange juice on too. Hey, what it do? Hey, we cute. Yeah. I hope y'all clapping. I hope y'all clapping. <laughs> it's the way we're clapping for ourselves, like elementary students. Yay. Oh Nothing. my gosh! Okay, let me get Girl, that off. All I remember was mumbling at the beginning, but we, you know, I kind of we, we pulled it together. I, I gathered. All, all I remember was I was mumbling. I got pulled myself together like a ponytail. Not pulled myself <laughs> together like a ponytail. All right, guys. I want to thank everyone who is watching the show at home. I appreciate you appreciating us. If you're watching this post the live, I still appreciate you watching. Please make sure you share and subscribe. Rapping Mimosas is on YouTube to watch this video and get a replay, as well as my previous videos and last season. And of course, I'm on all streaming platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Anchor and whatever else possibly exists mm-hmm. out there, I'm pretty sure I'm on it. And with that being said, I'm gonna take it back one more time. Been mm-hmm. mimosa, these bars in the holster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list, champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 rap and mimosas. And mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. See y'all later.